Welcome to the Process to Purpose podcast. This is the Process segment, and we're going to be talking about wealth today. Again, we're here to help inspire and motivate people to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. Today, we're going to be talking about the man who handed out resumes. As you guys maybe heard on social media and on the news, there's a man who was a 26-year-old man who was out of work, a homeless man, and he stood out there and he had a sign that said homeless hungry for success take a resume so he wasn't taking any money right he he went out there uh to prove something that he was actually really hungry to succeed um quick little uh quote that i'm going to share the starting point of all achievement is desire this guy had a desire in his heart that he wanted to do something great instead of waiting for the opportunity to come to him he said hey i'm going to go out and do something right he actually took action and he made it happen so if you guys know anybody who is maybe struggling at this moment right now doesn't have work you know can't get a job doesn't have any money listen to this podcast share this podcast with them it's going to be a great one uh i'm super excited for it i've been pumped about it all all day long and really it's going to be a good one here's the episode Uh, today we're going to be talking about the man who handed out resumes i'm excited about it um so again the i'm going to start off with uh sharing uh, a, a quick quote from napoleon hill the starting point of all achievement is desire so going back to the man who handed out all the resumes right gotta drink a little coffee so going back to the man who handed all out all the resumes um, I don't know if you guys seen, but there's this dude that was on social media or someone took a picture and uploaded the, the, the video and photos on social media. And this guy, a homeless gentleman, was actually handing out resumes. So he wasn't asking for money. He wasn't asking for any handouts. What he was doing is he was literally asking if he can just give his resume to have an opportunity. So this is what um, this is actually what his sign said. It said homeless. Hungry for success, take a, take a resume. This dude wanted it. Like his name's uh, David Casares. I hope I'm saying that right. 26 year old dude. So you know, quick backstory on this guy. And this again, this is according to USA Today. I I, I read up on it, and it says. Um, you know, this guy came to Silicon Valley with a dream to be successful in tech and has a lot to offer the community, but he's been sleeping in parks and still trying to get freelance work and interviews and application. And we all know Silicon Valley is no joke, right? So this dude went out there and I believe he's, uh, maybe I shouldn't say it cause I actually don't have it on here, but I believe he's from, I want to say Texas, but I may be wrong. So, and if you know the answer, go ahead and put it on there. Um, but this dude literally went out there with a dream, say, hey, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to get my career in Silicon Valley. And um, he hasn't got like, he hasn't, he, you know, he hasn't got that that breakthrough. Um, he, you know, we all know it's really expensive to live up there. And, uh, you know, even for somebody making six figures that that's like considered low income out there so uh can you imagine just trying to survive out there and so this dude went on the street instead of asking for money right he knows he has an opportunity but instead of asking for money he said hey take my resume somebody help me or somebody hire me because i'm hungry and and i just want to win and and so 
I just really wanted to just talk about this one dude that just went out there and did it. And I'm sure you guys seen it. And I, I'm just like in awe. I was supposed to actually yesterday I did a live video and I was going to talk about uh, responding versus reacting. And once I seen this guy's story, I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're, we're, we're talking about something else today because people need to hear what this guy did. And um, so I'm going to share a little bit of, you know, a little bit of what he did, uh, a little bit what, what what I went through and then just the things I've been learning on the way and uh, just consuming from other people. So uh, it's going to be a really good one. So really quick, if you know anybody that's, um, you know, in that stage right now, maybe they just graduated high school, graduated college and they're looking for a job and they can't get any breaks or, you know, they're looking to make money, but they haven't really found a way to make money. Tag them in this post, tag them in this podcast, do whatever, get them to listen to this because it's going to be a good one. I really feel like God has his hands all over this one. I've been super pumped about it. I'm still sweating about it. I don't, I don't know why I was so nervous at the beginning of this, but I'm super excited. I think that's why I was just like jittery, like, let's get this going. We're 6.20 p.m. Even when I was praying right before, like, I was like, I couldn't even focus on my prayer because I was so excited to get going. So um, really quick. So. On this guy, right? So David Casares, and I hope I'm saying it right. Like I said, um, he actually once he did this, he got more than wait. So he got more than 200 job offers right away. More than 200,000 plus people responded to the tweets on on uh, on his Twitter, and then Google, Netflix, LinkedIn, and many other companies have already reached out. Uh, said, you know, to offer him a job. So this dude is out there and he's making it happen. He, he's finding a way to win. Um, so he decided, and I like what he said here, because this is exactly what he said. Uh, he told KNTV, he said, this is my make it or break it moment. Like this guy had like nothing to lose. He's like, I'm just going to do it. And he found a way to, to catch attention, right? That That's the biggest thing, right? You don't know what to do. Find some attention, attention that, that, that brings money that brings a lot of things, right? Opportunity. Um, so he said, I have to do something crazy. And he just did it. He didn't, he didn't even like, he probably didn't even think about it too much. He said, Hey, my last shot, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to go out and do it. And let's see, let's see what happens. Um, so that was super awesome. So really what I want to get to is there's always a way there's always a way to find work here in America. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't have any work, any money. And, and, and I've been there. I've been there. I, I've been the one with, without any money. I've plenty of times in my life. I didn't have any money where I had to ask my mom for 20 bucks for gas, but yet I was buying like, you know, stuff for, for, you know, I was buying marijuana. I wouldn't buy the money you know, with the money that she gave me. I wouldn't buy the marijuana, but also using other money. So I needed money for like important things like gas and stuff. So, uh, and like I mentioned to you guys at the beginning of this year, um, we did, I did have uh, $22 in my pocket. So I'm going to share a little bit about that and what I had to do, swallow my pride and all that good stuff. But before I get to that, I'm going to share a quick little stat and then I'm going to come back to that stat later, but I do want to share it. So, uh, us department of labor. All right. So it says that unemployed persons, um, are up in in the united states right now are six basically 6.6 million so that's 6.6 million people without work that's a whole lot of people you think about it i believe in um california it's just under a million 
how arca- how accurate are these numbers? I really don't know. It's it came from the U.S. Department of Labor, so I mean, I'm pretty sure they're pretty accurate. Uh, but that's a lot of people who are out of work, and um, you know, and I know there's a lot of factors. There's you know some people who have disabilities, uh, you know, mental disabilities, physical, you know, they physically they can't do certain jobs, and I get that, you know. But there's a lot of healthy people out there uh, making excuses why they don't have any work, why they don't have any money, why they haven't progressed in their life. So we're going to go into that right now. So really quick, how I can I just wanted to go over and to show you guys how I can relate to this guy. I mean, I've never been homeless. I've always had a roof over my head. So I've been super blessed in that, you know, I, for the most part, I always had a car uh, unless I wrecked it um, like I just did with my last car. Uh, but. Um, that's another story. You know, I've, so I'll, I, I haven't been in the position this guy has been, but I've, I've been to the point where, you know, I, I was struggling many, many times, had $22 in my pocket and, you know, I didn't, I didn't like every time I got money, I spent it. I didn't know how to accumulate the money and maybe to about maybe 23 years old. That's when I started saving money. I got up to maybe 17, 18,000 or so saved up. And and then uh, I decided that I wanted to go into real estate. I decided that I wanted to get married and I just did it all in one year. And I went through the whole money. Right. I went through it all. So um, when all that happened, I, you know, I, I, I was running out of money. I had to really. Uh, just swallow my pride, really. Cause that's what it came down to. So I said, hey, I need to start providing. I'm going to be a husband really soon. I need to start doing something quick. Money was running out. My wife uh, or my fiance at the time's like, hey, you know what? We're not going to be able to afford certain things like, you know, the weddings, you know, making a big dent in the, the bank account. So like we had all these things going on. Right. And um, I just kept being I, I was being prideful at the time. You know, I was. I knew I had to I had to let go of a couple of things and I didn't want to let go. Like I had uh, a Chevy Camaro SS, you know, 2015, super nice car. Uh, I loved it. it. Had 20 inch rims, you know, it was stock, but they were nice. Like I kept them clean, you know, them tens, but I kept them clean. No, but they're really twenties. And, you know, had the whole 426 horsepower, all this good stuff. Right. I couldn't afford it. Like, and it's funny, you know why? Because. Every time I drove like up to like say church or wherever I was going, like I felt like I didn't deserve to be in that car because I wasn't making the the money I needed to be making. Um, you know, I wasn't pursuing anything. All I was doing was like basically living and like trying to pay off this car. Right, the, the car will cost me. I think it was like close to a thousand, a thousand, a hundred, thousand two hundred a month with payments, register. I mean, um, insurance, gas. You know, you name it. I was paying a lot for it. So it was just wiping me out. So, you know, I had to swallow my pride and say, hey, it has to go. Yeah. And and I did have to roll over some money to to the next car. But it's something I had to do because, you know, the gas was killing me. My clients didn't even like being in there. But realistically, I just couldn't afford the car anymore. Like it, I, I, I like telling people, hey, you know, uh, my clients didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is. I cannot afford that car. That car. I could like there's no reason why I, sh- I should have uh, you know paying I was paying like $600 for a car payment for something I can't afford just to look cool, you know? Like who cares who cares how I look? I I I got into that point right now where I'm like it doesn't matter right now. Like you know and I know this is going a little off subject but 
it's crazy because I know I'm going to struggle a little bit more to get more following, you know, uh, have more people follow what we're doing, follow the movement, really, because I don't have the car. I don't have the big house. I don't have the shiny, you know, watch. I don't have, you know, this nice jewelry, clothes, all this stuff. I don't have it because I don't care to have it. Right. Like people are like, oh, well, you can afford a, a better car now. No, it doesn't matter. That's not where my priorities are. Um, so, you know, that was a quick little. I don't know. I went off track a little bit right there, but I know it's. I'm, I know I'm going to struggle a little bit with with uh, the following part because of the fact that, you know, I don't have all those things in which I, you know, I'm OK with. I know God's going to God has a plan. He's going to just put the right people in front of me, in front of me and and I'm going to be in, in front of the right people. So that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, so going back to the Camaro, I got rid of the Camaro. I, I went and I got a Camry LE. Uh, so I couldn't even afford the SE, you know, I was looking at the SE and it was going to be a couple of thousand more and I couldn't afford it. I was like, bro, we got to go with the LE. Like the Camry LE has hookups. I hope I said that right. Hookups, hookups, hookups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like literally like if you guys know what that is, like the rim comes off. It's not even a rim. It's just a cap on the rim. So the rim's like basically black. Bluetooth suck. It didn't, it doesn't even have cruise control. I mean, it looks cool, like because it's a white car, you know, and it's a little bit newer. It's 2017, um, and I'm not complaining because I'm super blessed to have it. But like, I went from a Camaro SS to a Camry LE. Like, do do you guys know how much that hurts? It hurts my soul. But I knew I had to do it. You know, I I didn't have to be the guy that I was trying to perceive that I was back then, you know, the guy with the beard at the time when I first got the Camaro, I had the muscles I, that, that, you know, went away fairly quick. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, I was the guy with the beard Camaro and muscles. Right. And, uh, with no money, <laughs> even though I did save up some good amount of money with the Camaro, um, it just got to the point where I couldn't afford it once I decided to go into entrepreneurship. Right. Um, so we all been there. Um, and then the next step that I had to take when, so now I, I don't have my car, right? I don't have the car that, that, that I wanted. I have a Camry Ali. I said, okay, cool. Let's do this. Still a cool car. Still super blessed. Um, but, and then here th- there's the real estate thing, right? It wasn't producing any money for me. I was working, working, working. I was, I said I was working right. And I, and I, and I kept thinking, man, I'm working so hard and I'm not getting any results. Right. So you guys know about that already. So I had to do something about it. I had to just swallow my pride again. I didn't want to go do lift. I didn't. I didn't even want to tell anybody I was doing lift. Besides, like my close friends, I told them, hey, I'm doing lift. It's pretty cool. Like I'm doing something right. I'm making money somehow. So I slapped that pink sticker on my car and I went and just bit the bullet because I didn't want to do it. I wanted to just be known as a real estate guy. You know, oh, whoa, he can't he he he's not doing it. So he has to go do lift. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, man, you got to do whatever it takes. You got to go out there and do whatever it takes. I literally went out there about three to five times a, uh, a week, about eight to 13. I, I think I hit a 14 hour day doing lift. It's not easy. You got to deal with people, right? You got to deal with angry people in L.A. And they was taking me to like Glendale. It was taking me everywhere. I didn't want to do that, but I had to do it because we had an apartment. We had like things we had to pay for just got married so i literally had to bite the bullet 
and say, hey, I'm just going to do it. Like, stop making excuses why you don't have any money. You have an opportunity in front of you. Yeah, real estate, cool. Like, at the same time, I was still, like, sending out emails, sending out homes. So, like, I'll stop by, like, at a, let's say, because um, I know you can't stop by in too many places in L.A., but I'll stop by a gas station, and I'll, I put my hotspot on, and um, I would just go out and send the emails out, send the text messages out, make the phone calls. Like, even when people were in the car with me, I'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry. But can I take this phone call? And they're like, they're totally cool with it. If, and if they weren't, then whatever. I still do it anyways, right? Um, and I will talk. But the thing, what I decided to do when I was doing lift, I said, hey, if I'm going to do this lifting, right, that I don't want to do, I'm going to do it with purpose. I had to do it with purpose. Like, I had to find an opportunity to, like, win while doing lift. So what I started doing is I... It's funny because I put the, the stack of my business cards, right? And it has my cool little mug right there. Um, I put it like in the back where like it was like popping out like in a little section. I don't know what the heck the section's for, but it was there. And it would like catch people's attention. And they'll be like, hey, man, what do you do? And they'll grab the business card. And I'll be like, it was just an opportunity for me to say, hey, I do real estate. I don't know if you need any real estate like, you know, stuff, but take the card. It's yours. Like, here, but oh i have those back it was kind of that kind of type of thing but it was a conversation started right so i knew that people were going to sit in the back so i put the the cards in the back i did it with purpose so so something could come up right and then somehow when i would have conversations with people i would like bring something up without being super pushy and so they know that i was doing real estate Somehow, some way, like, I don't know what I would say. Maybe I'd be like, oh, oh, you know, just working, just got to. And, and I just love speaking to people. So, like, somehow it'll come up. And next thing you know, I'm giving them my business cards. There's people like, hey, you know, if, if you could send me information. So there was a couple of people. It didn't turn it into anything, right? I You know, none of the people ever really bought or sold anything. But I was gaining experience speaking to people. Uh, I was, you know, mastering my craft of how to 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 give business cards out, how to hand them out, how to uh, start the conversation when I'm talking to people. Like I, I was learning the whole time I was doing Lyft. Can you imagine if I wasn't? If I decided, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna stick to this real estate thing. One for one, I would have been like super broke, and my wife would have been pissed. Like not because like oh. You know, she would have held it down because she was holding it down for a cool minute. Like, she was my sugar mama. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. She's probably listening. But she, you know, she was holding it down. And that's another thing. Like, I had to, like, get used to her. Like, there's times where she had to, like, take out the, the, the debit card to pay when we go out to dinner or go watch a movie or something. And I just wasn't used to it. I was always used to paying because I had a good paying job. Right? And so... um, yeah, that was that was really hard for me. That that was probably harder than anything, harder than giving up my car, hot, harder than starting to do lift. But I decided, hey, I got to make some some money somehow. And I would like test myself, like hey, how many, you know, how many how many rides can I get during the peak hours? You know, if you, if you guys that do lift, you guys know how that is. So it was pretty cool. I learned a lot. Um, I don't regret it at all. Um, but like I said, I did it all with a purpose. I didn't just go say, oh, well, I'm going to go do lift. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's see how many dirty people get in my car. And there's some people in some areas. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, when's the last time you showered, my dude? <laughs> but I love people. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. But I just wanted to share that with you guys 
to let you know that like sometimes you just got to do whatever it takes. Quit making excuses. Quit saying, hey, I don't make any. I can't make any money. I can't find a job. Like there's no reason why you, you, you shouldn't have money here in America or you shouldn't be making any money or you shouldn't have a job. There's no reason why there really isn't. And I'm starting to think about like why all those years didn't I like I didn't have any money for a while. Like I was just living paycheck to paycheck because that was what I decided to do. But like there's so many ways to actually make money like going back to my boy. What's his name again? Uh, David. I want to call him Caesar for some reason. Going back to my dude, David, right here, the guy, he's 26 years old and he, you know, he doesn't have work, but yet he decided to go out there and not make excuses, make a sign and hand out resumes instead of asking for money. Right. So there's people out there who are like, man, nobody's hiring right now. Do you guys know in May, I think we had like an all time low of like unemployment. There's people hiring guys. There's people out there that are willing to hire you. If you actually go out there and put in the effort and you say, well, maybe, you know, Nobody's hiring, you know, where I want to work. What what do you mean where you want to work? If nobody's hiring you, go find something. Start there. Find an opportunity where you're going. And then go from there. Like, nobody's hiring you because you're probably not qualified or you probably don't have the experience. Go get experience somewhere. I don't care if it's Pizza, pizza Hut, sub, whatever the case is. Work your butt off there. Learn how to work first because that's what they want to see. And then go hand out some more resumes. And then people are like, well, I've handed out three or five resumes. Like, what? Three to five resumes? Like, this dude's handed out probably hundreds of resumes now. Hand out 50, you know? Go find, find talent. Like, there's places where you can actually put your resume and they'll find a job for you. But you're not doing it. Like... I even forgot to put that in my notes. Like, there's places where you can go. Uh, and I got my buddies, uh, you know, on f- in Fine Talent. I'm sure they can help you out. There's no excuse not to have a job. Well, I applied here and, you know, I failed the drug test. Well, stop smoking weed. You know, or stop doing drugs. I've been there. I failed the drug test and it sucked. And I had to go work at Roundtable. And it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And I wrecked my, I totaled my car. Like, it was just all bad. But I was making those choices. I was making the choices that I knew that were going to affect my life. Quit making excuses, man. Not man, everybody. I'm talking to everybody, you know. Um, and then say say you're like, well, you know, I don't really want to, like, find a job like that. I want to start my own thing. But you don't have any money. What are you going to do? Bite the bullet. And start doing Lyft. Start doing Uber. Right? Start doing Postmates. Start doing Grubhub. What else do we got? I don't know. I think I wrote a couple of down here. DoorDash. You know, this is an Amazon thing. You can deliver stuff. Like, there's no excuses. Right? Work enough where you save enough money to start buying the stuff that you need. If it's a camera, if it's a mic, if it's, you know, uh, a phone, if it's a, a better car, whatever the case is, start somewhere. No excuse. Well, you and then we get the, well, I don't have a car. Well, great. What are you going to do? Just fold? Just lay down in the fetal position and just say, hey, this is my life. This is who I am. No. I like what Gary V says, right? 
Gary Vee, you know, he does the whole eBay thing, flipping things on eBay. Sell your crap. I'm sh- pretty sure you have a PS4 or a PS3 or a PS something. You know, you got them shoes that have just been sitting in there. Sell it. You don't have any money. Sell it. And Gary Vee's huge on this, right? So I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is somebody that's actually successful, even though I like to say I'm successful because uh, I'm just winning in life. But this dude's like, you know, a multimillionaire, and he's telling you to sell stuff online. Sell it on Craigslist. Sell it on OfferUp. You say, well, I don't have a car. Take the bus. I'm sure you can, you know, make a little extra money to take the bus and go sell the things that you have or, you know, send it online. You're going to get the money. Come on, guys. Let's think about this. Right? Well, you, you might say, I don't have anything to sell. Wow. Go to, um, what, it, what, it, what does he also say? Go to yard sales. You know, you go to yard sales and you find these things that, that people don't want anymore, but they, 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 they're still, they still hold value to a certain amount of people. Find out what sells. Go to, you know, the yard sales. There's a lot going on right now. Go to the yard sales and find something and buy super cheap. You could buy stuff for like a quarter, a dollar, 52 bucks and sell it for 10, 20 bucks, you know, like that's winning, bro. That's like return on your investment, right? Go do it. Stop making excuses. That, that That's all it is. It's really an excuse. Well, I don't have any money to buy stuff at, at a yard sale. Going back to Gary Vee, my boy. There's stuff that people give away because they don't want it. Because they, they just don't have the room for it. They don't have the space for it. They, they just can't sell it. Well, I don't know whatever the case is. They overpriced it. And if you go on Craigslist and if you go on OfferUp, there's things that are there for free. Go pick them up. You know, find out what things are actually selling and sell them. Sell them before you even go pick it up. And if you can't, if they end up like giving it away to somebody else, you say, well, hey, sorry, I just sold it. What, you know, before you got here, they'll be pissed. But hey, at least you tried. No excuses. Like when I heard that, I'm like, bro. There's so many ways to make a living. And then, but going back to like doing it with a purpose, right? So don't start doing that and like, and then next you know you're buying another video game. Or next thing you know you're buying all this stuff. You're buying shoes. You're buying stuff that you don't need. No, do it with a purpose. When you do it, so say, hey, I'm going to save this much money, right? I'm going to spend money to, I'm going to buy more stuff so I can make more money. And I'm going to get by whatever I got to pay. Cool. Awesome. So I can get that car so I can go and to start doing Lyft. I could start doing Uber. Right. I'm going to do I'm going to pay cash. So I don't have to have those payments. Right. Doing it with purpose. And now once you have those things, you say, hey, you know what? You start thinking about gifts. And I kind of want to hold off on gifts because I want, I want to have a segment with gifts alone and talents. Like so many people are talented and gifted and don't, they don't even know. Like, they don't even realize how gifted they are. So, I'm going to hold on to this one because I'm going to have my boy Ace borrow on. And this dude is just loaded with gifts. Like, super talented dude. Like, you give him a camera or you give him a sheet of paper, like, he's going to find something great to do with it. And a lot of you guys have that in you and you don't even know it. So, say, you know, you're like, hey, I think I want to be a photographer, right? You So, you save the enough money to buy a car now you're doing uber lyft you're doing all that postmates all that good stuff making money right you could actually have to work it's 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 hard work 
You actually have to do action. You have to take action, right? So now you start saving up for that camera. Now you start, you know, selling your photos, right? You start uh, doing photo shoots, right? You, or you become, you know, you, you provide a service, tutoring. You know, you're able to give out, no, whatever the case is. You know, DJ, you know, you want to do a podcast, cool. You want to do stuff, you know, you want to go into real estate, cool. You need money to go into real estate. It costs money to start to get going. You got to take the courses. You got to, you know, you got to send, send the stuff to the state. Like you got to do, you got to do, that's the thing. You got to take action. So whatever you're, you want to be, whatever you're looking to do, start now, but don't like, if you don't have anything, don't think you're going to be there right away. This took a while. Like, to get all this like stuff together and just like the mindset, it, it took a long time. And I'm still like, I'm like at, at the like super bottom, like, like at the bottom, really. That's what I mean. I would say bottom half, right? Because there's so much I have to, I need to learn. But if I never started, if I didn't like just, you know, bite the bullet and give up my car, start doing lift, start doing things that were actually going to make me money and start saving up, come up with the plan. To like make up for the time that, that that I wasn't making money in real estate. And then once I started making money in real estate, I was able to buy more stuff like this, right? We're able to do more, save more money. Like we have these huge goals to save money. We're doing our budgeting yesterday and I was just like, man, this is crazy. I've got to close like 11 more deals by the end of the year. I have five months to do it. Awesome. Let's do it. But I'm everything I do, I do with purpose. Like, you know. It's just so crazy. And I actually, I think I missed, uh, I missed a quote I wanted to share. When the need to succeed is as bad as the need to breathe, then you'll be successful. Eric Thomas. And I know you guys heard Eric Thomas. He shares a story where he's, he's, he tells a guy, Hey, you know, something about a million dollars or, you know, a certain amount of money. He goes, meet me here at 5 a.m. And so the guy, you know, the guy meets the teacher there at 5 a.m. And they go into the water and the dude starts drowning him. And then the guy goes like, what the heck, you know, like, why are you drowning me? And I'm probably not saying the story right, but you can look it up. And then the guy's like, when you have the need to, you know, to succeed as much as you, you know, you're going to breathe. That's when you're going to become successful. Go do it, man. I probably should have looked into that story before I actually said it, but. You know what I'm talking. You guys heard that story, and then also um, I had another one here. Give me one second. So yeah, guys, I just want to leave you guys with this. I hope you guys took something from it because I was super excited about it. Because I know there's and there's people who come up to me and they're like, "Hey, man, like, how'd you get started in real estate?" I said, "Hey, I just did it." And it wasn't pretty. It's ugly. So don't think you're going to come into anything and just be God's gift to anything. It might work for some people. Rare. Rarely, right? I, I, that's how I felt when I was coming in. I was like, I'm going to be God's gift to real estate. And I'm going to just do it. It wasn't the case. So whatever you're going to do, do it with purpose. Do it at 100%. Even if you're at a job right now. And you're like, man, you know what? I'm not... I'm not getting that, um, what is it, uh, promotion. I'm not going anywhere. Well, how hard are you actually working when you're there? 
right? We're called to work as if we're working for God. Not the, I don't care what your boss says. I don't care what your boss does. You can't control any of that stuff. What you can actually control is what you're doing, what you're producing, how you're responding. You're in the position that you're in because of you. That simple. I can't blame God for the position that I am. I'm, I'm grateful to God, but I can't blame him because he wants me to put in action. And a lot of us are making way too many excuses. And there's the people who actually have a job, but they really don't have any money. Right. And every circumstance is different, but some people work four tens, you know, five eights hours. What are you doing with an extra time? What are you doing with the extra three days? What are you doing with the extra 48 hours that you have? If you don't have any money, do something. If you don't like your job, do something about it. Save up money for you so you can quit for one whole year and your expenses are all paid for one year. Save up you know that, that amount of money and go do what you want to do. Go fail. But no, we're scared. We're scared to actually do it. We're actually we're scared to be great. I really I really believe that. A lot of us are scared to be great. They think it's like a bad thing. It's a great thing. Don't be scared to be great. So whatever you're going through, just know that it, you can get by. Or not even not get by, but you can actually push through by doing everything at 100%. Your very best. Guaranteed. Even in, like where I used to work, a uh, material handler, right? I used to work for a warehouse, and I was a material handler at Griffles. The guys that worked the hardest, they were going to become the next lead or the next supervisor, or they were going to promote out to another department. It was guaranteed because they worked hard. They didn't make excuses. Like, no, it didn't matter how, like, what they knew or, or even who they knew. A lot of times it, they just worked really hard. So they were able to go on to the next level. No more excuses, man. I, I, I'm done with excuses for myself. And I'm talking to myself a lot of times. A lot of times I sit here and I and I send emails and I send messages to people. But am I really working hard? Sometimes I got to look myself in the mirror and say, hey, go hold open houses. Quit being lazy. It's hot. Yeah, it is. You know, it's raining. Yeah, it is. I can't door knock. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pass out. You might. You might not. Go do it. I hope you guys got something from today. I was so pumped about this. And I really wish this dude, David Casares, uh, uh, the the best of luck. Because this guy's out there doing it. For you guys that, that, that haven't started, it's okay. Start now. That's it. Start right now. Today. Not tomorrow. Today. Go out and do it. Go ask people. Hey, I need work. Cool. Do you know how to take photos? No. Okay. Learn. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. Guys, thank you guys again for joining me. I hope I hope you guys really took something today. And I'm not I'm not trying to be that mean guy. I'm really not. But I really want to get this point across that it is possible to do anything. And there's no reason why you should be hurting, broke, or without any money or without a job. Share this with somebody that, that may be going through that position that may just, you know, graduated high school, kind of stuck in a rut right now. Or, you know, it could be they're 40 years old. 
and they still don't have not figured it out, cool, they're still young. Share this with them. Tag them in this post. Share this podcast with them. All right, guys, I, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, you, again, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys for always being super supportive. Thank you guys for always sharing. Uh, I love all you guys. And, again, if nobody loves you, Jesus.